All right, welcome back to another episode of Inside Flicks. This is going to be another exciting episode because we're going to be talking about the Marvels, <laughs> even though it's getting pretty bad reviews. But our resident comic book nerd, <laughs> Raymond, has seen Am it. I? Just, I don't know. We're all com uh, comic book nerds here, but um, ex comic book nerds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I should, well, I should always, I keep on forgetting to introduce who we are. So my name is Mike. And like always, I'm here with my two brothers, Richard and Raymond. The idea of this podcast is to get together to talk about everything in the world of movies, movie related stuff, TV shows, streaming. And also because we are movie fans, we have to talk about Marvel and leading up to the opening of the of the Marvels have been pretty rough. I mean, it's uh, there was a couple articles that came out. Uh, there was a book recently about how bad or how how did Marvel got to this spot where they're kind of in a transitional period where they have to you know fix some or do some corrections. They have to course correct. And Marvel, unfortunately, is coming out at a time where people are wide awake. They're kind of are. Losing faith in in Kevin Feige and losing faith in the studio and you know, it's a pretty pretty bad time and you know the and not just the, for Marvel but just for the genre itself. Yeah, I would say so too. I think the with the DC the recent DC movies that haven't helped. You know, Blue Beetle was kind of underperformed. The Flash really underperformed. So these this year. Particularly this year, especially when we had a strong last year of like really big blockbusters, superhero movies, even though I would say the quality of those movies haven't been that great, it did make a lot of money. This year, however, is a little bit different because they have underperformed, not making great money. And, you know, the Marvels just came out, so we haven't seen the box office numbers just yet. But if that comes out with pretty low numbers... That's a bad sign for not just Marvel, but really for all the superhero studios out there, and maybe a bad sign for movies. Except, yeah, every, pretty much everything, every genre except horror. I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. That's I mean, comedy I mean, has been pretty bad too. Uh, well, they've given up on comedy. Well, but part of the reason why horror, part of the reason why horror has been managed to be successful is because they always keep the budget low. That's so, true. Yes. I mean, these comic book movies are just like, I don't know if it's true, but I, I heard that the Marvels cost like $200 million or $250 million. Yeah. Well, according like, to is the, that true? Like, according to the Wikipedia page, it says $274. Oh, no, $200. It says, okay, what's the difference between gross and net? So $274, this is under their budget. So $274 gross and $219. For net, so I don't know what that what that means, but yeah, it's oh, it's it's, it's pretty high though. It's pretty high, whatever the number is, it's pretty high, and a lot of it has to do because they had to do a lot of reshoots. Uh, it seems like there there was some drama between the director and the stars. Uh, Brie Larson was really? not happy with it. Yeah, I, I believe the rumor was that Brie Larson was not happy working in this conditions and rewrites and stuff like that. Um, well, I mean, this movie is like script-wise was so, so beneath like an actress of Brie Larson's caliber. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I hated the first Captain Marvel, and I, I actually, this is weird to say because I think this is like script-wise, this is easily the worst movie Marvel has ever produced. But I kind of 
liked this more than Captain Marvel. Oh, interesting. <laughs> which, is, which is weird. Like, I think Captain Marvel is a better put together movie. <clears throat> but that movie was just so dull and boring and bland and... It made me just want to like go to sleep. <laughs> did you did not did, did you not I, like I the cameo Captain of uh, Stan Lee reading uh, uh, the uh, Mall Red That's script? That's the best part of the movie. Sadly, <laughs> yeah. that's sadly the best part of the movie. But um, I, I I know I know that Captain Marvel has its fans, but I, I've even seen like I I've met a lot of people that you would expect to be you know the biggest Captain Marvel fans. That even you know they think the movie is like pretty bland. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, what was I saying? I, I I think this new movie for some for for whatever reason is is better than Captain Marvel just because um it it wasn't it wasn't really boring like it was it was and it was entertaining at times I guess I mean I thought the first half was actually solid enough uh-huh. um I had a lot of issues with this whole kind of uh plot kind of gimmick thing with the whole body switching I like the idea of it but but I don't think the I don't think it really made sense. Hmm. And like, you know, when they get to the kind of like explanation of it, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, okay, I could buy that. And then you think about it and it's like, wait, it still doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just one of those things. Uh, so I, I feel like yeah, it, it was all very kind of underwritten. And, and yeah, script wise, I think this is easily the, the, the sloppiest and messiest thing Marvel has done. But um, I really liked all three actresses, all three of the lead actresses in the film. And um, I mean, they helped keep it entertaining and enjoyable. Um, and I'm, I'm very surprised to say that because I really have not liked Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. She she worked here for me. I, I think uh, it was kind of a good idea to team her up with some other characters. Mm-hmm. But um, is this yeah, a much better fortunate? Perf- it's, it's unfortunate that it was a, a, a bad movie. Is this a better performance than uh, her her appearing in Facts X? <laughs> uh, oh, wow. <yeah. laughs> I haven't seen Fast X, but I've heard that she's pretty terrible in that movie. Well, she's, like, you know, not really trying. She's just right. having a good time like everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, um, there, there, there's been people who I who are big fans of Marvel, you know, and... I've been listening to either their podcasts or, or YouTube videos, and they have become more, I don't know, the negative or worried or, you know, they've been, I think, I think after the opening of Quantumania, it really opened people's minds up and really kind of think made, made people think that there's a chink in the armor or, you know, the Marvel is going in a pretty bad route and they're maybe Wait, heading for a, the cliff. There's, there's a what in Marvel? <laughs> a, ch- a chink in the armor. Oh, okay. I've never heard that before. <laughs> Is that, that's uh-huh. the right expression, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, they're, and they're heading for, like uh, uh, heading off the cliff and it seems like there's either you change direction and try to save this or they're just going to go over the, over the cliff and it's doomsday, you know. Here we, here we are with the Marvels, and is Which that game looks good to be, Yeah, and it looks to be like like it's more than likely going to be the biggest underperformer for Marvel. And with that $270 million budget, that is shocking. Because while I, I didn't hate this movie as much as some other Marvel movies I've seen, 
it you know it 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 is not great, but it also it felt kind of cheap. Like it felt like a a Disney Plus movie. I think this actually should have just premiered on Disney Plus, and mm-hmm. and they could have probably trimmed like a good like. 20 30 minutes from it to make it like a more of a uh uh one of those marvel one shots like um like the 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 holiday special guardians holiday special oh, or yeah. werewolf by night they well, should have done it like that thin, that's how thin the plot is that it doesn't really yeah man and, and unfortunately like well i had a lot of issues with the movie specifically this whole the whole plot gimmick i guess with the with the body switching because i thought it was very underdeveloped mm. but um I was having fun with the movie up to a certain point. Uh, we get to a certain point in the movie, and this is, I think, maybe like in, in, in the th- getting to the third act or maybe the middle. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go to this planet where everything's a musical. Mm-hmm. Like everyone sings. Like that's the language, I guess. You have to sing. People only understand you if, if you sing. And... It was so miserable. <laughs> it was, it was, it was so bad. I mean, maybe it's just for me personally, but I mean, no one in my in my theater was laughing. And I mean, there wasn't a lot of people there, but no one was, no one was laughing at that scene. Oh. And and they were people were laughing before that. And it's just, it's a long scene, and the movie just comes to this halt. And I'm like, oh man, this is this is rough. And then after that, we just go into this like very, very, very long action sequence that seems like it never ends. And you know, these Marvel action sequences at this point are just boring. Yeah. You know what I mean? They all look the same. Um, there was, a, a, I think, a very kind of cool and creative action scene in the beginning of the movie and uh, and Kamala's house that reminded me of the the action scene um, in the first Aquaman movie with. Um, with Nicole Kidman in the opening, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? When she's fighting off all those guys. And I, I thought that was an awesome action scene in Aquaman. And they do something like that in, in this movie. I'm like, that's cool. But then, you know, when you get to uh, later in the movie, it just becomes that kind of generic Marvel action where it's just like, it's all the same. Yeah. And Yeah, um, I think I think that's what people have been saying. Yeah, it, so, it, it, it's, there's a, it, it, Marvel still has this formula and they're sticking to it and uh, people are just have grown extremely tired of mm-hmm. this kind of trope or these beats that they keep on <laughs> putting in these movies and people are just kind of screaming we want something different and uh, they're not getting it <laughs> maybe deadpool 3 will be something different but i don't i don't know i don't know um but um but uh so yeah so uh, there's this miserable you know musical sequence and we get this very very long dragged out action sequence which leads into another very long dragged out action sequence mm-hmm. and it's like these action sequences just never end and it's just like oh my god kill me <laughs> and then there's actually this like kind of like creative um comedy bit that kind of moves the plot forward in a ridiculous way it's so stupid but it feels like um something that like if it was handled by a different director by maybe like James Gunn mm-hmm. like it could have been really funny and really you know a, a very kind of creative way to get these characters out of these this situation but in this movie it was just like oh just kill me <laughs> it was like just just and so it's it sucks because i i thought the first half of the movie was well i had issues again with the whole plot of it it was fun for me it felt like kind of uh the miss marvel tv show but you have these two other characters teaming up with her and i was i'm kind of into this mm-hmm. 
But the second half was just it was it was just bad. Well, you you bring up James Gunn, and you know we're big fans of. I think his... I still hated Wakanda Forever more though. Oh wow! Like okay. I think I think Wakanda Forever's were, but but people I really like to pretend to like that movie for some reason. I, I don't. Well, it's don't there's so why. much emotion that's kind of baked into the Wakanda Forever because of Chadwick, his yeah. death. Yeah, Chadwick he deserves better. Yes, and also uh, the the you know the characters and stuff like that. But yes, I, I that that movie is a train it's wreck. That's a, a train wreck in my eyes. because yeah. you coming I mean, off this is a really probably good a movie. bigger train wreck. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you, uh, wise, I but, mean, like, but to go back to James Gun- James Gunn, and you know we're big fans of the the Guardians uh, trilogy. And we were big fans of his last movie that came out earlier this year, right? It came out this year, right? <laughs> so long ago. Yeah. That came out Guardians this year. Three, right? Yeah, yeah Guardians luckily, 3. Luckily, right. it came yeah. out this year. Yes. So, so, and we're, that was, you know, you know, like I said it back then, I think that was a rare, terrific MCU movie. And maybe Trilogy. it's because of James Gunn had so much of a creative, um, command over the story and you know the arc of that those those three films do you if you're Kevin Feige or you you know you're an executive in Marvel do you get Ania DaCosta who's the director of this do you get her because she is not a loud voice and she's really just there to take orders or do you are you or do you get her because she brings something to this movie well I'm assuming that Tiana Paris probably got her on board right because they did the Candyman was it? Oh yeah, or I think they've right. done a couple movies together. That's right. That's right. Yes, yeah. So I think she probably pushed for her. You know what I mean? Pro- that's possible. That's possible. But I mean, because I think Brie Larson pushed for the Captain Marvel directors, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, is that right? Okay, I maybe could that's be why wrong. there was some conflict between I could be the wrong. two, or that's the rumor. I mean, well, Marvel likes to stick with, with stick with the diversity in there. If they're if they're looking for a, a woman and a uh, and a black woman for the film it's it's a plus and they and they and when they first started the script they probably wanted to focus more on uh um uh whatever that miss marvel the, the character tiana paris's character yeah uh and, which you know, is what, monica well, rambo right and yeah. and um uh, it's most likely that her her storyline was the most edited out well we don't know i mean raymond could yeah. tell us yeah uh-huh. yeah it's true. Um, probably, yeah, I would say so. I think a lot of the storylines well, have been edited out because this is probably the, I think they say it, it this is the shortest MCU yeah. movie in the catalog. So well, like, like shorter. you said, it was, um, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it was, um, uh, all reshoots and stuff like that. So they tried to, they, they just went ahead and just save, let's save all the action, put all the action in the movie and then let's just. Get it out there, and I, I don't want to just pick yeah. on Nia Dacosca because I think a lot. No, of... I, I was, I was about to say that as well because I, 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 well, I think she deserves some blame because mm-hmm. again, there, there are certain sequences in this movie where I'm like, I don't know, I feel like somebody else could have made this work. I, I, I think it's kind of more of just the Marvel Corporation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, no, more Marvel and Disney and just this kind of uh, their their machines just. No, that, that's know, that, breaking that's, down. I guess I don't know. <laughs> that's well, what I, they, I mean, that, I, that's why they get these uh, pretty much rookie directors when uh, when it comes to uh, big budget films. Um, the uh, you know all, all they've been picking so far have been you know 
rookies, or um, except for Sam Raimi. I mean, and then I mean, Sam. The reason why they picked Sam Raimi because that project was so, such in the in the leads that that they needed a like a real veteran to fix it because it. I mean, you couldn't throw that. You couldn't throw that project to a you know, an amateur or someone who's not been in the business that long because that, that, right. that was just too much and you needed, like, someone, Sam Raimi. And even Sam Raimi didn't, wasn't able to, like, I mean, I, I didn't like that movie. And I know that there's people who kind of do like that movie. but No, I, I that, mo- that movie sucked. But, <laughs> I mean, he, I, we all agree that he made it way more entertaining than it deserved to be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, he brought a flavor to it that was, like, seriously lacked, that seriously is lacking in, you know, pretty much everything else Marvel puts out. Right. And I, I, I you know, you know, I hear these stories about, like, say, Lulu Wong, who did The Farewell, and she was approached to direct the MCU movie. This is years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, maybe it was Shang-Chi. I don't even know what, what movie it was. but And she declined it because she thought she didn't have a strong enough, you know, creative voice. And because mm-hmm. she only, at that point, only directed, she still has it, only, only directed, I think, two movies. And The Farewell was her last film. And, you know, like, to, to her credit, she, she knows that she doesn't have a strong creative voice so she could you know this is what she told in, in an interview that she felt uncomfortable of of, of doing a, mar- a big marvel movie when you don't know what to put into you know your own creative uh talents into it, something like that and i you know i don't blame nia de because this is a high profile thing and this is will you know if if done right it would have launched her into a different uh level of her career right so it's it's you know, you know I, I, that's the thing. I, I and hey, hey, she's. I think she still did a better job than uh, Five Nights at Freddy's director. <laughs> that's a good point too. <laughs> yes, yeah, maybe. And I, I'm a, I'm a fan of Candyman for in, until like the last third act of that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I've kind of turned around on Candyman as well. Like I have issues with the movie, but it's all like towards the end. <laughs> yeah, the, the, once you get to that. Uh, Final twenty minutes, I'm like, oh, this movie just completely shits the bed. But then again, it yeah, felt, it felt like maybe producers wanted to bring something different to, yeah. to the original story. I don't know, but I mean, maybe, yeah. And, and, but the, you know, there was a story that came out recently about how Nia, you know, this how dysfunctional this pro, uh, this production was. That Nia DaCosta was um, was editing editing this movie. And, you know, the executive producers were working on it. Feige was working on it. They were doing reshoots. And she has already, and she, the story was that she had moved on to her new movie. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. she wasn't there in some of the editing process or something like that. Like, she was already kind of working on her other movie. and Or she was trying to balance both things together because this was taking so much time. And, like, she was moving on. And, like, it, it felt like... um I mean, I think that's the problem with a lot of these movies. They they take too much time, or not too much time, but it, 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 it's a, it's a, it's too many people <laughs> to to answer to, and uh, and a lot of people don't know what they're doing, uh, and it gets. I think at the end end result, the product or the movie gets torn into different pieces or to different directions, really. But um, I don't know. It's it's a. Uh, it, it's. Let me ask you this: If the mo- if the movie comes out and we haven't seen the box office numbers, um, if the movie comes out like 
lower than 70 million, is it like a, a huge sign that Marvel is in the is in a bad situation? What was the what was the last Marvel movie? Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, uh Quantumania, I guess. Oh shoot! Okay. Oh no no no! no that Guardians, was, that was Guardians, Guardians. Oh Guardians. Well, we can't count Guardians because that one was actually good. Uh, but Ant Man, I guess that had a big opening, right? Yeah, it actually made a lot of money. Uh, opening weekend, one hundred and six million. Uh, man, that's tough to say because it's yes, it's a sequel to Captain Marvel, which was a massive success. That's true. Usually, a huge, huge movie. But it's also a sequel to two TV shows. Yes, yes, you yes, know what the... I mean. So I mean, it's it's so it's so hard to to say. And that's another thing with the movie. I I don't think they do a good job of handling that. Like if if you haven't seen those TV shows, you're gonna be completely lost. And then at some, at some point in the movie, they do this thing where all three characters are sharing their minds and they need to look in the past. And it's basically just an excuse to play clips from WandaVision and uh, Miss Marvel. And uh, it's, just, it's like, if I hadn't seen those shows, I, I would be even more confused by what's going on. <laughs> I, I think, I think if it goes, if it comes around 70 million this weekend, um, I think, I think it'll it, be below. Yeah. I think it, it'll be, um, uh, Marvel will just, Blaming on something else like the, the 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 strike and how they couldn't promote it as well as they should have, and uh, thankfully the strike is over now. But um, but still they'll 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 put the blame on on something else. They'll try to they'll they'll try to sw uh, you know swing it away. Um, but uh, yeah, they'll they'll most likely just you know forget this movie. I mean, they're moving on to uh, next season, the the next uh, um, the reboot. The Hopefully, that well, yeah, they're, they're, the they're already the... working on maybe finding a new villain. I I think they're gonna yeah, dump, Kang, gonna dump Kang up. is another yeah. problem for them. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna dump Kang. But I mean, I think initially the uh, the Marvels is tracking for a seventy five to eighty million, but now, as of a couple of days ago, it they're saying it might be even lower than that. It might be sixty and six or sixty to sixty five, and we might be in a world where where uh, um. The latest Marvel movie didn't live up to the success of, of Five Nights at Freddy's, <laughs> which which is strange to think about. That uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, well, I mean, the Flash failed at the box office. Yes, yes. But when I saw the Flash opening night at the same theater, I mean, it was it was way more packed than this. And this was first showing at at in the forty X screens, which are usually sell out like weeks in advance. And I was got my ticket today, like an hour before it started. Wow. Well, we'll see how women <laughs> do it because the, the women's are women are the ones that are going to go see this film anyway. I mean, this and there I mean, were no children. Well, I guess it makes sense there were no children there because it was like three o'clock. I mean, if if the women are still, um, uh, you know, somehow, you know, uh. Enthused to go see it, you know, to make it, you know, one quarter of a Barbie type of movie to them or whatever, you know, uh, then it, it might be, it might be even better than they think. I don't know. Uh, box office wise. <laughs> I don't know.
Maybe. Well, part of the problem is again, like you can't even get, you can't even fully get like the Captain Marvel fans on board because it has to be the Captain Marvel fans that also watched WandaVision and and uh, no, no, Marvel, no, no. right? They they don't care. I don't know, man. Yeah, I would say if it, if it does uh, come in like a like lower than fifty, that's a bad bad sign. If it makes around seventy five, I think. Marvel could like I think that's enough for Marvel to say, "Hey, we're going to take a break or whatever they're going to say, but you know, it's not we're, you know, we're going to we're going to correct some things and we're going to do something different and we're going to slow down with our productions or stuff like that." But I think it's going to open like Black Adam. Well, and, that that would be pretty bad. And if and it, it also But I'm saying there's a possibility that it might open like The Flash. But it also matters how much it does internationally. Uh yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't think it's gonna do well internationally. <laughs> uh, billion dollars didn't come out of of, of U.S. alone. So. Right, right. But the, I think true. what they did, what they did with the first Captain Marvel movie, which well, that was linked. That was linked to the 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 Infinity Saga. So right, and also they did a good job of like saying that this is the first MCU female hero. And wow, mm-hmm. Captain and, Marvel made four hundred and twenty six million domestic. Yeah, yeah, it was a big yeah. big deal. And then a lot of it was the pushing that that this is going to this is you know this is a the first MCU uh, female hero, and it was the and Marvel's answer to Wonder Woman, right? Which was was you know making a lot of money at the time too. Um, mm-hmm. I think this one's going to make that much worldwide. Interesting. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, Which it would be about like Black Adam. Yeah. But if it if it does it's as bad as more the, flash, the Flash, though, if it does no. as bad as the Flash, that's like half of Black Adam. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If, I mean, I, there's I think there's a good and, chance and, that and this the is going to totally like, bomb. And the funny thing, and the funny thing is, I think I, maybe it's just me, but I, I think what the Flash might be the best comic book movie of the year. <laughs> and you're you're um, throwing in um, uh, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Well, I I didn't love that movie. I liked the first one a lot more. I had a better time with The Flash, and I've rewatched The Flash since, and I what still I still have out? a good time. What, uh, what Guardians? Oh, uh, Guardians came oh, out. Oh, actually, no, Guardians. Yeah, is Guardians the best is the best movie. one. Yeah, yeah, Guardians is the best. And um, Flash, and the Flash. <laughs> yeah, I was not a big fan of Blue Beetle. Unfortunately, I mean, it's oh, okay. I liked it. It'd be my third, I guess. It was okay. It was okay. Uh. Not a fan of uh, Shazam you 2. Didn't love, uh, you didn't love George Lopez? No, I actually, I thought he was pretty funny. <laughs> I actually was a big <laughs> fan of George Lopez in that movie, Blue Beetle. I thought he was, actually, I thought he was really good. <laughs> cool. I just thought it was just kind of generic with the villain, you know, Susan Sarandon is a, you know, wants the, the, the scare up and all that. I go, okay, okay. <laughs> Same stuff. This is the problem. I, 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 I like the Blue Beetle. I just thought, the only thing wrong about it was that uh, Sholo was like screaming every five seconds, going, <laughs> God damn, shut the fuck up. <laughs> man up. He's, it's on his back, I say. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, shut the hell up. Some balls, Blue Beetle. <laughs> um, uh, Rich, you've been watching Loki. Yeah. You like it? Yeah. Any good? Uh, it has up and down, of course, being the, the third episode was uh, 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 an episode dedicated to Kang's uh, altered character, mm-hmm. and that was like the worst episode. Um, it's 
it shows that Jonathan Myers was or was Jonathan Majors is um uh is one of those actors that thinks he's better than he, he is. actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people do. Yeah. I, I watched a little bit of the episode and I go, this guy is horrible. Yeah. And uh, I think we we've, we've been sold a bill of goods. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people are well, were I, jumping. I, I, I think I think Jonathan Major is still a good actor, but I don't um, think I, so anymore. I, I don't I think, think so. I think he did fantastic in that Devotion movie. That's that's. I the, think he was that's, okay that's in the Devotion movie. He has to be in the right role. I think and, he in Creed three. I don't think he was okay. I I don't. I the Five Bloods is probably the thing I I liked him the most. Sure, sure, yeah. And I guess he was, uh, but I mean, like some 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 of the things I just don't see it. I don't see it like you know, like, like you know we're talking well, about I mean, last... the most the most that I don't see him is Kane, exactly. Well, yeah. And he is totally chewing up the scenery scenery in this Loki f- series where he's and playing he's a nerdy his as an actor. Yeah, he's not that he doesn't have that much range, and he he's playing a nerdy. Well, that's. That's how I felt, you know, seeing him, you know, in all his previous iterations as Loki. I haven't seen Loki season two yet. I mean, well, I haven't seen uh, all his previous iterations as uh, Kane, like right. Ant-Man and, and Loki season one. To me, that showed his limitations as an actor. But I don't know. I mean, is his role big in season two? Yes, it's pretty big. I mean, I haven't. Uh, I, I, that, I quit the show. The third episode is totally dedicated to his, to his um, character right there. But so, and then after that one, it's he's more like a, a you know a background uh, character. So, but he in the in the series, he's playing Victor Timely, which is a, a variant yeah. to to the. He's the Einstein of the, the the whole thing, right? He's playing like yes, he's playing a very nerdy science science guy. Uh, Oof. Uh, but uh, from the from the what nineteen hundreds or something like turn of the century, yeah. Yeah. and he's doing something there where he is. Taking a lot of big choices, acting choices, mm-hmm. and yeah, he it's does like, that. and he is not, he's not that good. He's not that great. He's not good. It's, it sucks because <laughs> like Kang is the type of role that like you could have got a really like interesting actor that you know like a character actor that just has like unbelievable range. Like who, who, uh, who who's a character actor you would have loved to have seen? You know, and play Kang, I guess. Well, I like think a young uh, Gary Oldman would have been awesome, but um, he's too old now. Yeah. Well, this is the you know this is the thought. When I mean, I, had... I mean, I mean, someone now though. Like, I mean, how old is Kane supposed to be? I mean, it does. It doesn't have to be as young as Jonathan Majors. Well, it's hard to pull off menacing. That's what it is. I mean, it's like, and uh, it's hard. Um, you 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 gotta have an actor who could who could scare the bejesus out of you just by looking at him, like Benicio del Toro. You know, I mean, uh-huh. um, when when he did, when those Wolfman photos just came out the first time when you saw him and he goes, I didn't have no makeup. <laughs> look at all the ma- look at all the, the genius of Rick Baker. <laughs> yeah, I mean the scariest actor I've ever seen in my life is um, probably um, the one who I thought it should have played Joker. Um, what was his name? Buffalo sixty six. Vincent Gallo. Uh, Vincent Gallo. <laughs> what you? If I see Vincent Gallo walking down the street, I'm running. <laughs> that guy is scary looking, man. I, I mean, like crazy. I, nah, you need someone like that, menacing and shit. You well, know, someone, my... someone wake, wake you, you see his face in the in your dreams and you wake up screaming. <laughs> You're screaming like Cholo, uh, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
No, well, my perception of of jo- uh, Jonathan Majors change after I saw Guardians Volume Three, because the the High ver- Evolutionary played by Chuck Woody, Uji is that his name? Oh, oh Chuck Woody, Guardians from Guard, yes, for, and uh, and Peacemaker, Peacemaker, right? And his performance in that that should have been Kane, or that should have yeah. been like that style, mm-hmm. very Shakespearean. Very yes. menacing, mm-hmm. fucking awesome actor. And it's not like, I wouldn't say high evolutionary is like a well-written villain, but you get the right it's actor. You get, yeah, it's good. It's, it's the, the basics is there. You get the right actor. He brings a lot to the table. It's better than the you know, villain from the Marvels. <laughs> yes. And, and, but you get a really good actor like Chuck Woody I don't know how you say his name, but yeah, Chuck yeah. Woody Ijujui, whatever. You get a character, an actor like that. He brings he brings it. Jonathan Majors just doesn't have it. At, at, well, at least he's not as good as uh, as Chuck. No, Woody. but Jonathan he has Majors name, be, but he, he's not as good no, as Chuck Woody. Jonathan Majors Woody. It's those it's Jonathan, those actors that, that that I mean, like Jeffrey Wright from. Uh, Shaft, you know, people yeah, yeah. You know, like that. Jeffrey Wright's another great actor, and yeah. and, and, uh, and also, um, um, uh, Chibi Tail Edge for and uh, Four Brothers. Yeah, me um, and Richard watching a uh, a show right now called Lawman Bass Reeves, and David mm-hmm. Yellow is the mm-hmm. main star, and he is terrific in in the show yeah. in the first two episodes. I we only seen the first two. This mm-hmm. is a new Taylor Sheridan Western, but it's it's uh, based on a true. Uh, uh, historical figure, uh, a Bass Reeves, a, a black uh, peace officer. Was he a in, Texas? Uh, uh, Texas. Uh, it's Ranger? in that. It's that Mississippi area, but it's like. Um, but he's like considered like the first African American deputy, U.S. marshal appointed deputy. Yeah, okay. right. And so David uh, really impressed me. David Oyelowo oh, really impressed me. So you know, you get like these great actors, mm-hmm. and. Um, that, and you know you could tell that David really brought a lot to 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 the character and and just like you, uh, Jack you think Reacher, he played Kane? maybe he could have played Kane. I don't know, but I'm I'm saying Jonathan Majors is just a totally different. He is no, uh, he's look, acting hey, really more quick, instinctively. Though, really quick, I I know what you're saying. I agree with you, but <laughs> but the thing is, like, let's let's be fair to Jonathan Majors, even okay. though everyone's trying to cancel this guy right now. True, he's and, still not a bad actor. I mean, no. there are certain roles where he can be incredible. Yeah, like, like I uh, think, um, rock uh, Creed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say like if, if there's certain things like if he's just like playing someone that's not that far off from you know himself within his wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah, I was trying not to say that, but <laughs> he could do a good performance, or if he just needs to play like some badass dude, like in a in, like the next Predator movie or something like that. I'm pretty sure he could do that. Okay. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, know, I, I, yeah. This I think, Kang I think is like true. way too, way too big of a role for him, and 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 I don't even care about the next Marvel villain, but it's just they they needed a, a, a an actor with much more range than him. Just they needed an actor with abilities that he's not capable of. Yes, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, but I still don't think Jonathan Majors is a, a bad actor. He he can he can, he can do good stuff. It's just you know, it, this is they need like um. Um, it, uh, like a, a Andy Circus or something. You know? 
And I, I should say uh, this, you know, these allegations of, of this assault. Oh, Andy Serkis already played a Marvel character. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But let, let me say this about Jonathan Majors. He has this kind of uh, trial that's surrounding him. Um, mm-hmm. It's a, an assault allegation. I, I think that he might come out of this still pretty clear, clean. There, I, I mean, so far, I haven't really seen anything. You know, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm just a normal guy. I, I haven't really, really seen anything on it. But I never really seen anything bad other than, you know, just allegations. Just like someone saying. No, but there there are some whispers that there, there, there are other, um, other uh, names are being. But um, they haven't come out yet. Well, no, unless no, they're going to come out during the trial or something like that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, so. Maybe. And I, they, it they, seems they, like they keep maybe... trying to they, they keep trying to drop it. Get, again, the, the situation dropped because they, they claim to have evidence and. And it seems to be strong evidence, but it's strong. There's, there's obviously stronger evidence keeping it um, on board. So, well, we don't know. I mean, hopefully he could clear himself from this stuff. If it is, if he's innocent, yeah, if he is innocent, right? Yeah, if he does get out of this and like it it turns out he's a winner and like you know, uh, or he's innocent, he he wins a case, and like it's a big celebration. You know, they have him on SNL or whatever. <laughs> no, no. He's in that situation where it's going to be, um, his, his career's already done. I you mean, think so? yeah, I think so. Look at, look at Johnny Depp and Kevin Spacey. No, but, they won their the court also. But the thing about Jonathan Majors, I don't think people really ever knew who he was to the point that, like, let's cancel this man. It's like, wait, who are we canceling? Right, right. Because, <laughs> like, we know who Jonathan Majors is. Like, but we're like movie guys. I think for like you know yeah, regular true. people, I mean, it could become you know a huge star. Yeah, because I don't the think Tyler Perry universe. No, I think I think that he could be he could be uh, the the villain in uh, Barbie too. <laughs> well, <laughs> he'll, he'll first have to star with you know across Will Smith in the next trip. <laughs> there you go. Oh, he could be the villain in Bad Boys Six. Mm-hmm. What's the next one going to be? Follow Five, right? I don't know. You would know. I think five. Uh, is there anything more else you want to talk about the Marvels? Uh, um, did we miss anything? It's a bad movie, but I, I didn't hate it as much as I, I thought I would. Um, I think um, Chang-Chi is kind of worse. Uh, <laughs> I think Wakanda Forever is kind but of But it's all, all due to the the, uh, the time. I mean, you felt that it was a short um Film altogether. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it could have been shorter, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I mean, it definitely helped. I mean, yeah, these Marvel movies are way too fucking long. <laughs> it's like if you're gonna make your movie long, you know, don't just put it with a, don't just fill it with filler, and yeah. that's what they've kind of become. And I guess you know, and this still already had already already too much filler in it. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, they should just make these movies shorter. All these Marvel movies should just be one hour one shot specials. That's a yes. Yeah, so should they stop connecting to this bigger universe? Should they just tell like these standalone stories? It's kind of like Werewolf by Night type of thing. Well, they maybe recently, they should do something like that for a while. They recently announced that they were going to do something different than a uh, um um. Uh, on Disney Plus called um. Oh Spot, yeah, Spotlight yeah, was that yeah, what it I heard was? About this, I heard about this Spotlight too. series. It's going to be basically them doing their version of uh, Marvel Netflix. Oh, really? Well, they're going to have like, you know. One shots. Uh, one shots. Yeah, like basically said. one shots, but they're not going to be connected to the MCU. Oh. But they are going to be with characters from the MCU, and they are going to be connected from the MCU. 
but basically they're going to give the filmmakers the, the freedom, I guess, to do whatever they want and they can be rated R, I heard. Yeah, ever since uh, Deadpool and uh, um, well, isn't this Daredevil. Echo series going to be rated R or rated M? The Echo series, I yeah, it's I, haven't possibly, seen, yeah. I haven't seen the trailer for it yet. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the yeah, I did see the trailer, and there, there's some it's violence. Definitely in pushing it. limit. Yeah, yeah. There, this might be the most violent one series in their in their catalog. Is but Daredevil in it? He's yeah, half I think a they're, second. They're adding in it. it. Yeah. yeah, half a second in the trailer. Um, if they, didn't they cancel the Daredevil show? Well, they they put a halt to it. They're going to read re you know they're gonna, they're saying you know they'll do it over again. Yeah, Typical. which just shows you how how much in shambles. But you know what? Maybe maybe that's a good is. thing. You know what? Maybe that's a good thing because you know what, Miss Marvel, it could have used that. You know what I mean? Or not Miss Marvel. Uh, the Marvels. I mean the mm-hmm. Marvels. They could have used that. It could have used. You know what? I know we have. I know we already have our release date, but we started production on this movie when the script wasn't ready, <laughs> and we really need to. You know, we need to get this right because we don't want to just release a piece of shit. Because that's what essentially Marvel did with uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home, right? I mean, they were working with that screenplay while the movie was being filmed. Yeah, and everybody was fooled by the movie because they were so happy to see the three Spider-Men together, but that movie was a giant piece of shit. And like again, they were they were lucky. They were able to fool everyone, and you know everyone loved the movie, and it made you know like two billion dollars or whatever. But I mean, they you can't do that every time, especially when you don't have characters like Spider Man. <laughs> you have like three Marvel characters uh, that nobody has ever heard of. Like besides the Marvel universe, I mean, they had, before these Marvel movies, nobody has ever heard of these characters. You know what I mean? Like Captain Marvel. Uh, what's what's um Monica Rambeau's character Photon? No one has ever heard of these characters, right? Miss Marvel. I mean, just because Guardians of the Galaxy was successful, that doesn't mean that everything could be successful. I mean, as far as characters that you never heard of, especially during a time where you know people are very kind of uncertain about comic book movies. Let me ask you this. Do, it do feels you, like right now, actually, like the only guaranteed comic book movie to be a success is probably going to be just a Spider-Man movie right now. It doesn't matter if it's animated. It doesn't matter if it's live action. It doesn't matter if it's a video game. It seems to be, it seems like it's going to be a hit. Well, even right now, a lot of it right has to... I don't... Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, even right now, I don't even know if a, if a Batman movie can be a hit because mm. I thought The Flash was going to be massive. So I don't even know, like, can a Batman movie still be, like, uh, you know, make $700 million like Matt Reeves to Batman? Can can they still do that? Right. I don't know. Can, what about Fantastic Four? I mean, that, that movie has to be a $300 million picture also. I don't know, man. Um, but, I mean, I think the smartest thing for Fantastic Four is to keep it as separate from the Marvel Cinematic Universe as possible. And make it feel, you At know, a different like, time, I guess, like yeah. a standalone. That wouldn't be a bad idea, I guess. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, let me ask you this. Uh, um, the state of superheroes genre. Maybe it's not necessarily what, what Marvel is putting out or what DC is putting out. Maybe it's just the, the idea of what we believe superhero is not, uh, you know, the idea of superheroes is not as attractive as it was 15 years ago or 20 years ago when, when MCU was taking off. Mm-hmm. Like you know, just the high, this whole idea of like 
we need this one hero, the savior is going to save us. This one person is going to save us. That seems like like a, just a, maybe an outdated idea of of he, what a hero is or what. Well, what. the the um, the thing is, is there's no more. Um, there, there's nothing uh, new to what they're um, um, delivering on movies. I mean, I mean. Blue Beetles is the perfect example. Oh, it's another Iron Man film. It's a guy in a suit, right? Uh, and it's uh, that's it. Uh, that's all it is. Oh, so, and um, that was a mixture of Iron Man and also Spider Man. But I mean, I think mm-hmm. I think we we're living in a time where we, we don't even care about heroes as this as this thing as this as a person who could save us from from the world. I mean, uh, um, you know, you, you well, let's talk about Iron Man. You know. Back twenty years ago, uh, Elon Musk was con- considered the real life Iron Man, the real life Tony Stark. Now he is considered a jackass, <laughs> a billionaire <laughs> with a, too much money in his hands, and kind of ruined his 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 at least his public image with all this crap that he's been doing. So I think people are kind of waking up to the idea that what we perceive as these people as superheroes are really just. Egomaniacs, and you know, you know the idea of you know these people are helping the world. It's not really true, and I think that's why all of us kind of love Gen V and the boys because they kind of are dealing with that subject matter. As you know, the idea of superheroes are just kind of maniacs. You know, (laughs) the Homelander is a maniac, right? So, oh, I see. You know, so like, like I think, and I think that's why why the boys is working so well. Well, you know. You know, the sad thing is, like, you look back at Marvel, the MCU specifically, and they would have responded to you like they, they were on top of this stuff. I mean, yeah. they did Civil War, you know? Right. I mean, they commented on this shit. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's just so sad that, you know, what it has become because they were ahead of the game. Yeah, they kind of lost the pole. Yeah. They lost the finger on the pulse. They don't. You know these movies used to used to felt like they were talking to today's topics, and they're not anymore. Like you know, I, I have. Well, seen... it literally became like a, a a factory. It became everything that we've all kind of been criticizing Marvel for. For I think maybe I or at least for me, I mean, probably since like Phase Two, it it became so extreme that like there was there's no denying it at this point mm-hmm. it's like the the whole it's a marvel factory you know what i mean mm-hmm. like these these it's directors been, they yeah, don't it's been there yeah i mean but i mean they don't even try to hide it now is what i'm trying to say yeah like, that's it's true not... uh, there's no more hiding it yeah anyway that's a that's a, maybe we'll we'll discuss this again when once we get the real numbers the box office numbers for the marvels and maybe we'll talk a little bit so about... no no spoilers right no post credit talk no 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 right. maybe after we rec- when we're done recording um let me give you a really quick re- recommendation uh we me and rich saw nayad which is the new uh netflix biopic uh-huh. with uh annette benning and Jodie Foster. It came out uh, a week ago or maybe two weeks ago. On Netflix. Uh, on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. It's, uh, I would say, most likely maybe get some Oscar nominations for performances from uh, yeah. either Annette Bening or Jodie, Jodie Foster, or maybe both of them. Or or, or even uh, an outstanding performance by uh, um, uh, uh, God R- damn it. What's his name? 
<laughs> Resiphons. Resiphons, uh, yeah. 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 Who I really didn't expect to be in that movie that long and, and uh, did fantastic. He's, the, he's basically he's, the third he's lead. The, yeah, he's the third lead in that movie. It's right? definitely it is, 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 uh, is one of his best performances of his career, that's for wow. sure. Wow, wow. Interesting. Yeah. So it's basically another underdog sports drama. It tells this true story of Diana Diane Nyad, who is uh, at the, uh, in this in this film is I guess she is in her seventies. She's a long distance swimmer, and she decides to swim from uh, uh, Cuba no, to Florida. 60s. She was sixty, or she's in her sixties uh, to swim uh, from Cuba to Florida, which is about. I don't know, 120 miles? I can't remember. 110 miles. 110 miles, and it takes about two days, roughly, which means she has to constantly uh, swim for maybe 48 hours or even more. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it is kind of a rocky story, kind of like an underdog story. So it's very typical, very generic in that sense, but I recommend it because of the performances of Annette Bening and Jodie Foster. They have really great chemistry, Annette Benning is playing it's on Diana. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. Annette Benning is playing Diana uh, Nayad, the swimmer, and Jodie Foster is playing her best friend, who is also her coach and basically her, her sports partner. She, you know, she's by her side throughout the whole movie, and it, it explores their relationship uh, and um, this kind of wonderful kind of sports feat. I mean, it's, and, and it's done by. Um, the directors uh, uh, from from who did Free Solo, which was an Oscar-winning documentary, and I think this is their first narrative feature directorial mm-hmm. debut. Um, uh, the team, the team of uh, uh, Jimmy Chin and Elizabeth Chai uh, Vasarely. Vasarely. <laughs> I think they're married, right? Are they married? I'm I'm not sure, but um, yes, they are married. So there is yeah. a, a husband and wife team. Uh, Look, uh, there's some complaints about some of the things they chose. I mean, it's not a hundred percent perfect, because mm-hmm. uh, even the fl- there's a, like a some flashback scenes where I thought was kind of cheesy. It felt like TV TV movie of the month or week. Well, you know, well, the flashbacks involved the real people, right? Right, but I, I think they do a really good job of, of understanding because of Free Solo, right? So Free Solo was about a. A mountain climber who does these extreme mountain climbing things. So I think they really understand people who put themselves in the extreme uh, endurance tests mm-hmm. and how, what kind of person who would do that. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. so. Annette Benning is playing like a real prick. <laughs> you know, she's not a, like a likable person, and it's really because she has this drive and she has this really kind of, I would say. Even suicidal drive. I mean, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's or self destructive drive. I mean, it's not a, a a normal person would do this, and and I think it, they, the movie does a good job of, of displaying kind of the crazy aspect of of putting yourself in that huge uh, uh, physical challenge. Uh, and Jodie Foster is just uh, someone who is her best friend, and she knows that she can't do this without her. So she's like, I don't know. I thought that the whole kind of relationship. The fact that they're older makes it also very different from other underdog movies mm-hmm. or sp- underdog sports movies. Uh, I, so I, I, there's a lot to like about it, and I, I, I totally recommend it. It's on Netflix, and I, I, w- I would say that Annette Benning is going to get her fifth 
nomination with this. But film. She, is she ever going to win? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't that's know. That's the thing. I mean, I don't know. I think she's really good. I think, she, and she's doing all the swimming. I mean, it's she's in the they water. They might make a. They might do a push for her. I hope yeah, so. Netflix doesn't have anything really. I mean, as far as a um, for the best actress categories, spot. yeah. So yes, definitely recommend. Uh, Raymond, have you seen When Evil Lurks? No, I haven't. You gotta watch it. It's on Shutter right now. This was a right. big buzz about horror movie. Came out uh, October in theaters. It's now available on Shutter. I've seen it. I think it's one of the best horror movies of the year. Maybe even mm-hmm. in a while. It's extremely dark graphic Boring. it's a spanish yeah. language film it's from uh, argentina really great uh direction uh it's it's kind of a demon possession but it's also a virus of it, a thriller mm. kind of because like they 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 it's really interesting how they use demon possession and make it into a kind of almost a zombie movie i mean like in the sense that you, you get infected by it if you're mm-hmm. too close to the, the to this to demon, if you're too close to someone who's possessed by a demon, that you get infected by the evil and stuff, is extremely disturbing. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of shots where I'm like, "Holy shit!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, they, they went crazy. And, yeah, early and, on too. Early on, and it, it's pretty awesome. It's fucking awesome. So, like, definitely like recommend more more brutal than like Terrifier two. No, I mean Terrifier two is obviously someone who's doing uh. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's obviously a, a graphic special effects makeup. But I would say this: the yeah, special Terrifier f- Two is most mostly like, oh, look at me! I could make you feel like gross out, gross you out. I mean, but it's also done in a very campy way. This is very yeah. much a, done in a. I, yeah, actually, I think this is actually very dark, uh, dark comedy. I mean, I mean, but very, very, <laughs> and it, it very um, realistically. I mean, it's 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 not. It's it's funny because of the situation they're in, and uh, I, I, maybe I'm maybe I'm, play, I'm reading it too much. Maybe it's not a, really a dark comedy, but it, it, I would say the, the special effects in the movie, because there are some special effects, gruesome stuff, mm-hmm. are done very well. So check that out. It, when it's called When Evil Lurks, it's disturbing. On it's available on Shutter. It's available on VOD. So uh, yeah, check it out. I think you will like it a lot. I will watch it. Uh, okay, there you go. So that's it for this. You wanna, you, wait, no, you guys want to talk about the Ghostbusters trailer? Well, okay, let's talk about the Ghostbusters trailer uh, before we go. First of all, let me say I'm shocked that uh, this that they have a trailer completed for this movie. I didn't even know that they, that they started production. <laughs> what? No, they've been in production for a long time. I didn't know it was official. <laughs> oh no, that's all. It's been it's been official ever since the um, after. I mean, they said there was um, that they were filming, and then and then they announced that it wasn't wasn't being being directed by uh, um, Jason uh, Jason, Jason Re- Reitman. Yeah. So, yeah, it's directed by Gil Kanan. Kanan who did the Kanan, uh, Kanan. Who co-directed the first one, right? Or co-written at least. Well, what did is he, this did a he? directorial debut? No, no, he no. Didn't. He's he, been a... he, he directed Monsters House, Monster House, the animated comedy. Oh, okay. Uh, he did a City on of Amber, which is a movie that I actually liked, but not a lot of people it, saw. 
Um, he did Poltergeist remake, which I guess a lot of people didn't like. I didn't Not see good. it. Yeah, he did. Uh, his last movie was a uh, was a Christmas movie called A Boy Called Christmas, which I think was. Not necessarily a Netflix original, but it was pretty much just released in the U.S. on Netflix. But um, well, yeah, I'll has, say he, this: he has done. I'll a, say this: I, he has I, done a couple things. Well, I'll say this: I think the movie looks pretty cool. Um, and and it's I called pretty, Frozen Empire. Yeah, and yeah. I and, I, and I, I guess I'm just kind of like surprised I didn't know anything about this movie, <laughs> like, um. They kept this really kind of low, uh, low uh, yeah, it was pr- pretty hidden, right? I mean, nobody knew this plot line or anything, right? Yeah, they didn't even there know no the leaks. title, really, until the, the trailer came out. Um, th- so basically, this is the, the, the Sp- uh, e- Egon Spangler's family, uh, grandchildren. They're, they're moving guess, back yeah. to New York. So the franchise is going back to New York. And I guess there's there's a threat, there's a paranoia, paranormal threat of 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 the uh, the second uh, ice age coming. So you have to prevent that, and so that's why we get the frozen empire. This, so basically, there's they're, they're trying to stop this kind of paranoia, paranormal event or phenomenon where things are getting frozen, and. Uh, yeah, I, I like the fact that they're going back to New York. It seems like they're going to bring back a lot of the same cast members. I, I saw Bill Murray in the, in mm-hmm. the trailer. I'm like, holy shit, you they got Bill Murray be a cameo? I think so. I think so. I think maybe they're going to be really... I don't know. It depends. I got to see maybe another trailer to really get a, a glimpse of what the hell is going on. But, uh, yeah, I like the fact they're going back to New York. I, I would prefer this one instead of Afterlife. I didn't necessarily was a big fan of Afterlife, and I would 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 have loved this one, you know, before. I would have loved this story than then Afterlife, you know. Well, how much, what was the budget on this new movie? Or what is the budget on this new movie? I, I don't. Uh, Frozen, Frozen? I don't know. You know, Rich? It can't, it, it can't no. be that much as, as, as much as Afterlife, right? Like, so seventy five million for Afterlife, so it's got to be around the same, yeah, same budget. I mean, this looks expensive, right? Yeah, yeah, but that's how they do. It. No, but what I'm what I'm saying is like, don't don't you think maybe like Afterlife was like the test? Like, okay, we'll give you seventy five million, and then the next one you could get like a hundred and twenty or whatever. Uh, maybe, no. maybe, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. But that was true. Ivan Ryan moved back, or whatever. Jason Ryan moved back. What are, what other trailers did you see, Raymond? Oh, well, what the big ones in it this week were Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Oh yeah, yeah that was well, a teaser trailer, and maybe you never, <laughs> you didn't even run, you didn't know it was coming either. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really yeah, know. You know what? Yeah. To, to be honest, I didn't really know that was that was coming. <laughs> I didn't know they shot that one. Oh, okay. So this is Wes Ball, who's the director of the Maze Runner director. films, mm-hmm. and he's taking over the the directing man the next trilogy. It, it seems like they're going with lesser known cast members. Um, but well, uh, so, uh, it, this is the one that they're cutting down on price. So, yeah, oh, you think so? so. But you know oh, what, though, man, it it looks awesome. Well, that's West Ball for you. you know, and and let 
let let's talk some theories, right? Because I mean, there's a lot of imagery in this trailer that feels like they're going back to kind of like the timeline of you oh, know the, the original kind yeah. of the apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and this is like supposed to be Caesar's son or Caesar's grandson. Yeah, or? Cornelius. This, this is Cornelius. This yeah. is Cornelius. Yeah. This is absolute. This is Cornelius. Really. Mm-hmm. They say that in the trailer. It says that in the in the in the, um, the synopsis. Well, that is cheating. <laughs> wait, is it? I, wait, maybe. I think it's in the synopsis. I don't know. I think that's well. I think it's known. It's it's Corn, Corn, Cornelius. I don't know if they say it says it in the trailer, but it has to be right. Wow, mm-hmm. that's I like baby Cornelius. Cornelius. In the, uh... It says, director Wes Balls breathes new life into the global epic franchise set several generations in the future following Caesar's reign in which apes are the dominant species living harmoniously and humans have been reduced to living in the shadows as a new uh, tyrannical ape leader builds his empire. One young ape undertakes a harrowing journey that will cause him to question all that he has known about the past. And to make choices that will define a future for the apes and humans alike. According to the Wikipedia. So no, <laughs> no, okay, uh, no uh, mention of Cornelius. According to the Wikipedia page, it is Noah. Noah. So it's not Cornelius. It's Noah, oh, okay. according to the Wikipedia page. So, Well, look, I, I feel like this movie is going to probably end in a place where we're even a step closer to, you know, the timeline where that original... Mm-hmm. Planet of the Apes movie yes. took place. Yes. But I want the Planet of the Apes movie that's uh, <laughs> well, which one was the one where um uh the the Planet of the Apes movie where humans had apes as pets? That's this one. And then they revolted. That oh, was okay. um, the, that was beneath beneath, beneath? yeah. Is that with ben, the beneath? R- Ricardo Montalban? No, no, it, w- no, no. It was, it was the. Um, oh no, no, no! Yeah, you're right. It was after Escape. Yeah. Um, uh, so it was the fourth one. Look I it think. up. Yeah. Um, Which one was the fourth one? Was it ba- a battle? Battle for the planet? They. Oh, it could be. Yeah. That's the timeline we need to get back to. <laughs> that's it. Because that's, that's a, the that's one that really more, needs the remake. That's a couple more generations, though. <laughs> no, Con- but it's Conquest. Be- Conquest. Conquest. There we go. Conquest. That. That's. We need to get to that timeline because that's um. That's uh. Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> it's like the first when... fish born on land. <laughs> That's just like uh, that, that. That's the that's the specific planet. I love that Planet of the Apes movie, but that's the Planet of the Apes movie that I feel is really the one that kind of needs updating, mm-hmm. because the apes in that movie were supposed to be pets, but the apes were played by humans. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So it's weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then the pets revolted. The, the the apes revolted. They were like, "We're we're we're not taking this anymore." Well, there was a there was a virus that took away all the dogs and cats. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, 
That's right. We need to do, they need to do that. Maybe that's going to be the ending of this movie. <laughs> uh, they're not going to go that deep with it. There's, they're just going to connect it to the original movie. They're like, we don't, we need to avoid the stuff that happens in, uh, beneath. <laughs> they're like, we're, we're not going to have any, um, mutants in this movie. <laughs> were they mutants? Were, what were those guys like living under the caves and stuff? Oh, Richard, uh, you know this I don't, I don't know. They were like, Oh, Nuclear fallout are, uh, survivors, yeah, right? They fallout, were, yeah, yeah. They were they, they, they survived the nuclear holocaust and, and or then, whatever leaked from the the, the, the <laughs> they got mutant the, powers and stuff and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get those characters introduced <laughs> in the end of the movie. No, that, there there's certain stuff they're gonna avoid. I think they just want to connect it to the original movie yeah. and then end it. Uh, do you think there's a chance that they'll just remake the original movie? I think so. I think we, we, this is probably sets up the same timeline or whatever, very similar yeah. timeline. Maybe we'll, we'll get a young uh, Cornelius Cornelius in, in this one, in this this movie. Maybe he's still a teenager or something like that. Um, so maybe he'll he'll take over. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I mean, it's only a maybe teaser the, trailer. The the trailer for the, for the sequel to this movie is... Uh... Uh, uh, Glenn Powell uh, crashing into <laughs> Planet of the Apes. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> what kind of another planet teaser, is another, this? Another teaser trailer opened this weekend was uh, the Fall Guy. Yeah, this looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, that. I that mean, look- I love David Leach, but this is not looking good. Yeah, I was not a fan. Yeah, they really put everything. Yeah, everything into this one. And I was not a fan of. Now, pol- I was a big fan of the last time Ryan Gosling played a stuntman. The dr- dr- drive, drive. <laughs> yeah, um, I was not a fan of Bullet Train, and this seems like mm. Bullet Train. I to thought the it 20th... was fun enough, but well, this seems like tw- Bullet Train with the twenty to the twenty fifth power, and I don't agree with that because this feels more like a like a romantic comedy in a way. Like it's really uh, the, leaning yeah, into yeah, Ryan Gosling, Emily Blunt. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and look, I, I I love both these actors. I think Ryan Gosling has been funny in everything that I've seen him in. I haven't seen Barbie yet, but everyone's saying he deserves an Oscar for that performance. And then I see the trailer for this movie. I'm like, where is, really, is Ryan Gosling really that good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this this uh, this feels like a they gave David Leach a big paycheck so he could like employ his all his best friends and they could just do whatever stunts they want. And sometimes that turns out pretty cool, you know, with the John Wick stuff, but. And mm-hmm. I love uh, Deadpool too, um, and I, I was a big fan of Hobbs and Shaw, you know. But um, I don't know. I like trailer Atomic Blonde for what it was, but I mean, the script wasn't great. But the, the action scenes in Atomic Blonde is top notch. But yeah, I don't, I don't like the story of that. But anyway, Fall Guy looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like, looks like the, it looks like that Sandra Bullock movie with with uh, Jenny Tatum. No, it looks even more. It's like warm. a um, Baywatch, a little like the humor, like Baywatch. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god! I don't know. Hopefully, it's just the, a bad trailer. The original Baywatch or Dwayne Johnson Baywatch? The Dwayne Johnson's Baywatch. Oh, okay. Uh, another uh, big trailer that came out this week was the um, Inside Out two teaser trailer. Oh yeah, I saw that trailer today with the Marvels, mm-hmm. and. Um, Lazy, I guess, unnecessary. Yeah, and I didn't even really like the first one, but um, total cash grab. And especially because I've actually I read the article where 
what was it? Uh, they brought back Bob Iger, and he was like, "We need to make sequels to all our hits." Yeah, that's like, true. Oh, well, here, here, here it is. Well, I think that uh, this one looks just as good as the other one. So, I mean, it looks like it's a it'll do well. For yeah, them. I'm sure it's going to do well, but like I don't. Yeah, I agree with with Raymond. It's like it feels like a cash grab. It feels like Pixar. Sure. Yeah, and Pixar has been doing pretty horrible recently, and so they're just going to go back to to what they know and and some of the IP that they have, and you know this try to milk it. Try, yeah, they're milking it, and they especially because they, they have the order from Iger. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to recoup some or some money from our losses. We need to make sequels to something that's guaranteed. And all those original guys from the you know from the very beginning of Pixar, they're either gone, they're all gone, right? They're canceled. Or some have passed away, you know. And so this is like the second team or maybe the third tier, you know, the third wave of, of Pixar. And, you know, they're just not as good as the originals. They're not they're not equipped for this stuff. And it's just I think it's a get I think Pixar is gonna gonna find the next couple of years they're gonna they're gonna be in a bad spot because none I think none of their movies have been original. You know, look, I well, love Soul. I think Soul was maybe the last great kind of Pixar yeah. movie. And maybe there's going to be one that will surprise me. But so far, I'm just like, it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of like what- Coco what, was really good, but that was a long time ago, right? That was a long time ago. But it's very similar to what ha- what's happening with MCU and what's happening with Dis- all of Disney stuff. So it's, it's you know, it's, you know, yeah. that's what it is. Um. Well, we have the pander first, right? <laughs> uh, I guess that's it. Let's mm-hmm. call it a call it a, a day. Yeah. All right. All right. Strike is over. Strike is over. That's good. That's good news. It seems like uh, actors will now promote their stuff, and maybe we'll finally hear what's coming out. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, Dune will finally get released. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. And, and you know, here's the funny thing. I I, I think Dune is still going to bomb, but we'll see. <laughs> We'll see. All right. And thank you for uh, listening to Inside Flicks. We'll be back next week, I guess, and we'll talk about the box office results of the Marvels and see how well it does. All right. Bye-bye, everyone.